The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you got me rolling on a solo. Hey, guys, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. But, you know, before we go a little further, I think um, I think these dreadlocks and this long hair is, is really just, it's getting on my nerves. I don't know about anybody else's, but I think in football, especially in football, because we cannot see the faces of the athletes, we do recognize them by the names on the back of their jerseys. But when you got all these dreadlocks and all this hair rolling down somebody's back, you can't even see the name on the back of the jersey, I think that's a problem. And I really think the NFL needs to do something about this. Either tuck, tuck, your, tuck your hair into your, to your jersey, underneath your jersey, or um, you got to tuck it underneath your helmet. But I don't think it's fair to people to spend money, and I'm talking about the ones sitting at home watching the game. Because uh, most of us watching these games on uh, on some sort of cable TV, and if we're paying money to watch these games or we're paying money to go to the game, the least we could do is have the NFL make it clear to who's had, who has the ball, who made the tackle, who made a block, who made a, a punt return or a punt block, uh, a, ta- a, a, a interception. We need to know these things by seeing the names on the back of the jersey. And when you got, man, there's so many of these guys. with This hair is all down their backs, covering up their names. It's almost covering up the numbers in some cases. If a guy's wearing, if a guy's wearing 19, look like he's wearing 11 because you can't hardly see what's going on, on on the jerseys because of all of this, just too much hair. And, and don't get me wrong. I am a proponent of hair on the head, especially in the sport of football. You know, as if, if you've ever played, if you played a game long enough and you learn a little bit more about what's going on, uh, hair is the is the only cushion for the head. So I understand that we need hair as a cushion for our skull, but my goodness, when it's we don't need hair for a cushion for our back, we have shoulder pads for that. Man, some, somebody has to do something about this, say something about this, because it's getting out of hand. It's really getting out of hand. And it's honestly getting on, um, on, on it's getting on my nerves. And I think someone should do something about it. Hey, Commissioner, if you listen to me, 
Let's do something about this, man. I mean, this is uh, uh, Commissioner Goodell. This is it's, it's getting out of hand. Have these guys tuck tuck the hair in their in their tuck the hair in their in their jerseys, or they need to um they need to get a haircut or tuck the hair up under the helmets. But I don't think it's fair for uh, for paying customers to have to wonder who. Who has who caught the ball? Because it's twelve guys with dreadlocks on the field, and all of them are covering up their jer- covering up their their names on the back of their jerseys. I really think we got to do something about that. Hey, but the big news over the weekend it it has to be the Penn State Ohio State game. And, you know, a, a lot of us were waiting for the Ohio State Michigan game. But Ohio State got knocked off by Penn State. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Penn State was not ranked at all. And I think this is probably the biggest upset of the season so far. And, um, and the number two ranked Ohio, the number two Ohio State got knocked off by Penn State. And at halftime, Ohio State was winning um, 12-7. Um, by the end of the third quarter, Ohio, uh, Ohio State was, um, the score was 21-7. to Well, the final score was 21-14 because Penn State scored 17 points in the fourth quarter and Ohio State couldn't bring themselves to score any points in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, there's <laughs> a lot of people in Florida really don't like uh, Urban Meyer um, that well. And, um, you know, I, I, I think he's a heck of a football coach. I don't think he's much of a personality, and uh, I don't think you ever hear of Urban Meyer being what we call a player's coach. Now, don't get me wrong. I think he could be a successful NFL coach. I think he's going to be one of those guys that make that jump and do it very successfully. But uh, I just don't think that um, he's he, he's not a real player's coach. and um, I, I, This doesn't really surprise me. Uh, Urban Meyer has just—he—he, he, I don't know—he just don't have that joyful spirit. You know, when we think about some coaches, they just have a real joyful spirit, and uh, Urban Meyer just don't come across as, as that. But um, J.T. Barrett, you know, twenty-five of forty-three, one touchdown. Uh, when you ask your quarterback to throw the ball forty-three times a game, that's just—that's just—that's—that's that's a lot. I mean, I mean, you really asking this kid to do a lot. As those are NFL attempts, twenty-eight of forty-three for two forty-five, and Penn State's quarterback is what we'd almost pretty much think about from a high, from from a college quarterback. Eight of twenty-three, McSorley, eight of twenty-three for one hundred and fifty-four yards and one touchdown. You know that that's those are fairly. That's about what we expect. This kid almost threw the ball. JT, um, uh, JT Barrett, uh, Barrett, he almost threw the ball twice as many times as the, as the Penn State quarterback. But this is where I guess we would um, we would think that the the rushing would be a big difference. Well, if you take away um, JT Barrett's twenty six yards, um, 
you know, you'd only have 142 yards from um, from Penn State, from Ohio State. Whereas the Penn State, they didn't rush the ball that well. You know, they had um, 37 rushes for 122 yards. <clears throat> and I just, I'm, it makes you wonder, what's going on? What's going on, Urban? How much longer you going to last there now? You know, you haven't had a whole, you haven't had a national championship in a couple of years. You know, what's going to happen? Uh, how much longer will we see you? Are we going to, uh, and then the, I guess the question bears now is, who will take over that that second spot in in college football? Who who will be the uh, the number two team now? Um, because you know we we know who's holding down the number one spot, and that's Alabama Crimson Tide. And 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 you know Coach Saban here, he he's he's built the dynasty, he's uh he's built the legacy in Alabama. He's made people that didn't know about Bear Bryant never even think about Bear Bryant, you know, because it's, it's some people never ever saw Michael Jack Michael uh, Jordan play basketball. Probably never even some of them never even seen a video of Michael Jordan, and they still recognize him as the best player on the planet. And it was a lot of people in the South had never seen Bear Bryant coach a game, and they put him at the top of the coaching list of Southern coaches or Alabama coaches. And I'll say there's a bunch of people in Alabama never seen Bell Bryant, but they thought he was the greatest coach to ever live. But I think this guy Saban, to do that, has made a big, big difference. I mean, when you can make people forget about legends, that's something. People have never, we still have not forgotten about Michael Jordan. And maybe, you know, maybe his... Maybe maybe time will will make us stop thinking about Michael Jordan. But hey, let, let me tell you, man, it was people in Alabama thought Bear Bryant was the greatest coach of all time, and Bear Bryant been he he, he passed away I think in the nineties or before the nineties. So it's just it's crazy to think that that's how people thought, but that's that's just how they thought. And and the, for saving to actually have make people forget. Get about Bear Bryant, man. That in itself, that in itself is quite an accomplishment, and I and I mean quite an accomplishment. And and now we know who's going to be at that number three spot. It, it will be the, the number two spot. I mean, because Ohio State they're going to have to drop um, losing to an unranked team. It will be Michigan. And, you know, Michigan beat Illinois 41 to 8 over the weekend. And, hey, Coach Harbaugh's done the darn thing. You know, he's came in. He's changed changed the way um, people recruit. He's changed the way we look at football camps. And uh, and he's definitely changed changed the way uh, Michigan has um, has, has played football in in past years. Uh, Man, this team looks like an old-school football team. And, um... Coach Harbaugh, hats off to you. Keep up the good work. I like I like that guy Harbaugh. I mean, he does it his way. You gotta love that. And this is a team that people on the West Coast just on the East Coast just don't know about, and we really have to keep our eye on. Washington has played some good football in in, in past history. They won national championships, and I think you really have to keep your eye on them. They put out some great players. You really have to keep your eye on Washington. I, I think that this team is going to be doing some things. Um, when you look up the kind of numbers that um, that that Washington is putting up, um, they they 
they're they're putting up some some really good numbers. You know, this kid Browning, um, fourteen to twenty eight, two hundred and ninety one yards, three TDs. You know, those are those are those are formidable numbers. Um, I think he and and you know we're not talking about him in the Heisman race, but we're talking about a team, um, Washington at seven and zero, and 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 they're no joke. You know, and the Pac ten is always is a is a conference that's to be reckoned with all the time. You know, but um, you know Louisville stumble against um, Clemson, and Clemson has um, Clemson is is you know they're 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 still hanging in there, but Louisville and this guy this guy Lamar Jackson is just wow. I mean he he is a he is a force. I mean, this kid this week he really showed how well how well he can throw the ball against um against NC State, and and and, and he put up some awesome numbers, um, awesome numbers. But back to this back to this top twenty five poll a little bit. You know, Alabama we give them credit; they're the number one team. There's no doubt about it. Michigan. I don't. I just don't see how we we catapult Michigan in front of um, in front of in, in in front of Clemson. You know, Clemson is seven and zero, and then there's Washington who's seven and zero. Now here it is, Clemson is the only team that's beat a top five team, and here we put Michigan ahead of them. I just don't see that. The number five team is Louisville. Now, if Louisville is going to be number five and the only team in the top five beat that number five team, that team has to be, it has to be below, um, be, below Alabama. And as a matter of fact, if any, if we took a poll of Americans right now, I, I can't say that because these alumni are just so strong. But I really think if we took a poll of Americans right now. We'd find out that they think that Clemson should be the team that should line up and play against the number one team, Alabama. When I guess Clemson saying, hey, as long as we're in that top four, we should be all right. And wow, Louisville got to be saying, hey, one of these teams have got to get knocked off for us to have a chance to be in the playoffs. Well, who's to say? Who who is to say that Louisville might not get that shot or might get that shot? And hey, uh, we, 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 it's almost a wait and see, almost a cat and mouse kind of game. See what's going to really happen. Um, what's going to really happen? But we do have some teams out there, man, like um, like Nebraska, who's hanging in there at at seven and zero, you know, and. Um, here it is, um, um, Wisconsin. You know they they got knocked off a couple of weeks ago by Ohio State in a um, in an overtime game, but they're hanging in there. And the number eleven team right now is 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 a Houston, is Houston. And there's a story out that Houston will be losing their coach because Texas will be. Gaining a coach. 
I hate to say that, but I really think when you start hearing uh, where the, what, how, how does that thing go? Where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, I really think that uh, Charlie Strong is probably going to get fired. I hate to say that, but I think Charlie Strong is going to get fired. It, it's, it's, you know, it's just, it's just, just the way it is, you know. And, and let's don't, let's, let's don't, let's don't foul. Let's don't cry foul play when Charlie Strong uh, gets fired. Let's just call it what it is. You know, Coach Charlie Strong did not did not get the job done in um, in Texas, and that's why he's losing his job. It has nothing to do with um, with uh, him being a black coach, or nothing to do with with recruiting. No, he just didn't um, didn't get the job done. But let's let's talk a little bit about this Oklahoma game, Oklahoma Texas Tech. The final score was sixty six to forty nine. Will somebody please play some defense? I mean, just a little bit. Give me an interception or or a fumble or a hard hit or something. In Oklahoma, you know, here, here's a team that's that's ranked in the top twenty. Um, I don't know, but when you're giving up 59 points to Texas Tech, here's a team that is not ranked. You know, and 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 Arkansas, the 17th ranked team, played Auburn over the weekend and lost 56 to three. You know, a lot of people. You know, we we had we talked real high on this Arkansas team. Um, they're five three and one and three in the in the SEC conference, but 56 to three. That's 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 almost um that's almost unheard of. And hey, you know, this team that beat us a couple of weeks ago, North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, they still rolling. You know, they beat they beat Virginia over the weekend, uh, thirty-five to fourteen. So and and you know, and and um the LSU this this LSU team without less miles you know, uh-huh. wow, these Tigers are rolling. I mean, man, you know, Les Miles lost two games. They fired him, and these Tigers are rolling. They haven't lost a game since. You know, they they're 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 uh, they're five and two and three and one in the conference. You know, this is this this team is is playing some good football. You know, this kid Leonard Fournette came back, um, sixteen carries, two hundred eighty four yards, three TDs against Ole Miss. This is not a you know, this is not some some scrub team, you know. Um, so, wow, you gotta, you know, you gotta say what's going on down there in in in, um, in Baton Rouge. You know, they you lose your head coach and you rally around the uh, the assistant coach, or is it that you lose a head coach and he just wasn't the right man for the job, or he just wasn't the right man for the period, and y'all start playing some good football? I don't know what it is, but like it's working for LSU and you got to like it when a when a when a team is winning in spite of you know in spite of losing your coach you find a way to win because there was a lot of people expecting uh, LSU to kind of just uh fold over and not do much after um they lost their their head coach but um I think that's a beautiful thing to see them hanging in there and and uh, getting wins without the head coach Gotta love it. Yeah, gotta love it. Well, hey, guys, 
We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about these college top 25 in the AP poll and the USA Today poll. And see where they match up and see where we match up with what they're thinking about. We'll be right back with more sports information. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's man versus nature's most prolific hunters. We're diving into predator hunting with analysis on wolves, bears, mountain lions, and coyotes, their impact on their territory, and how man can be successful against them. Joining us is Jeff Ran of Deadliest Hunts, Silencer Shops' Jeremy Millette, and Carlos Martinez, Senior Product Manager at Remington. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we got Eddie Williams on the show. Eddie, what's going on, baby? Former University hey, of Miami. Guy, what's what's happening with you? What's happening? There ain't a whole lot going on, but them canes kind of hurting me now. Man, what you talking about, man? You know, hey, <laughs> uh, um, I, I, you know, we, we look kind of young, and we do have a young team. You understand? What I mean? And I got, I have to throw that out there sometimes. Too. Yeah, we we do yeah, have we, a young. We got team. a young team, but it, hey. It's time for that young team to step up. You know what I mean? They, I, I, they, I would agree. They, they lose some games that they, they shouldn't even be losing. And you know? I, I guess they got to learn. Me, how do feel the pressure? It, it looked like they don't play as hard as they can every play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, take, I talked and, to Coach Bobby Biden a couple of times. I was a high school coach for many years in Florida. And I used to go to this national coaching convention, not national coaching, but the state of Florida coaching convention in um, in Daytona every year. And I asked Coach Bobby some questions, you know, how he wanted his guys to play. And he said, he said he wanted his guys to play so wild and aggressive that they almost out of control. You know what I mean? You on the edge of being just so wild and aggressive that you just almost out of control, but not out of control, almost out of control. 
I don't see none of these guys that's cutting it loose like that, though, man. I, 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 I can't say I don't see none of them. I see spurts of some of these guys cutting it loose, but I think these guys got to cut it loose a little harder, man. I think they play in spurts, you know what I mean? Uh, you know right now is a first-half team, you know what I mean? And they've been that way for the last two years. They got to learn how to close it out in the second half. You know what I mean? Even the Florida State game, you know, they came out They came out flat. And even the game last week, you know, they never come out the box at all. You're right. When they came out the box, it was too late. You yeah. know, the, the tech already had the momentum going on them. And, hey, it was all downhill. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, 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 you know, um, we, we have some bright spots on this team, though, man. I mean, this linebacker crew that we got, man, these three young guys play, play – they play some real serious football, you know. And I, I like I like what I see with, with those young guys, you know. And I, and I think well, I, I like a lot of things that I see um, um at, with our offensive line, even though they're kind of young. Well, you know what I, I see too. I see that we lacking in depth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We don't have enough depth to back these guys up, and then you know get them and get them keep them fresh because it, it showed in the last two games. You know what I mean? In the third or fourth quarter, they didn't have that sentiment that, that, that they'll go get it to go out there and try to turn the corner. I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I think you're right. We do we do have a, a depth issue on this team. And when, when you look at it, um, um, look at this tight end that we have on at, uh, um, the kid number 86. I think he's he's a redshirt freshman or sophomore. And then the other, um, most of our receivers are, are very young. The kid number eighty and eighty two, both of them are very young guys. So um, you know, we we still I agree we got a lot of um a lot of work that we gotta do. Yeah. This uh this kid Dayal Harris, number eighty, uh he's a sophomore and then the kid um uh, number eighty two, Armand Richards, he's a freshman. Um, so you know that's what I'm talking about. We we got a lot of kids that we playing that are that are young, and and they're gonna come around. Yep. Yeah, yeah they come a lot of them though. They they I thought they would do a lot better than and than what they showing. You know what I mean? We don't have those kids that's coming, and you know they got to come in and just make big plays. You know. There's a lot put on, but they just got to make big plays. You got, you know what I mean, other schools with these young kids, and they coming and they making big plays. And they playing right away and making big plays. You understand what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You know, and, and 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 they don't need people to push them for them to for them to be great. And uh, now no. I think I think that might have been one of the problems with our quarterback, Kai, is that he's never been pushed. You know, he was given no. a starting job when he got to the University of Miami as a true freshman. He's never actually been challenged by anyone, you know. So I, I think when you're not challenged, you're not going to get the best out of you. I can't get the best right. out of you if 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 nobody's putting a um, lighting a fire behind you. You know what I mean? You know, well, if ten eight if, if ten eight is going to win the race, why do I have to run ten five or ten four? You understand what I'm saying? Okay. When I can't, you know, and and that's that's how that's how I look at what's happening with our quarterback. You know. 10-8 was good enough, so he never really was pushed to run a 9-9. Even if he could run 9-9, he never was pushed to because 
Robert now put him on the spot to do so. So, um, uh, you know, maybe Kai is leaving this year too. You know, a lot of people say he got the arm strength to to put the ball out there, and maybe he's leaving. Well, I hope so, but if not, then hey, we just have to deal with it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. With, you know, with the, with, with the way the athletes are now at the college, you need a mobile quarterback. you got to have a quarterback, right, that can buy you some time with his feet. Not just a strong arm, but with his feet. Because many times he's sitting in that pocket. I mean, my God. Sometimes you got to know when he come out of that pocket. I, I agree. And, um, and... For some reason, we run a one-back offense where we run a veer play. And then we expect – he did keep it one time um, Thursday night, but he was (laughs) trying to fall to the ground so quick. You know, come on. And that's just a waste of play as far as I'm concerned, man. This guy's no threat to keep the ball. He's no threat to run the ball downfield. It's it's just – it's not a good – it's not a good look for us. Now, well, be you know, better I, I was excited about it first. I, I was just wondering, like, would one of the teams, right, from Florida, would make it least to the championship because the championship game back here in Florida. Yeah, Tampa. No, no, Orlando. Now the the um the um ACC championship is in Orlando, and the right. national championship is in Tampa. You're right, uh, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, so the national championship was in Tampa. You're right. I was hoping one of the Florida schools would make it okay, to the, to the championship. Yeah, yeah, I, I really was, you know. And and um, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just a little concerned because I think I I think our team has enough weapons around now. We got one of the best tight ends in the nation, you know. This kid number eighty six, um, um, David Nawaju, I think his name is. This kid, is, he's big. He, he, he caught a long pass and uh, tripped and stumbled, and we ended up getting a field goal out of it. But that wouldn't have made a difference in that game on Thursday. But this kid is probably one of the best tight ends in the nation. He's big. He's strong. He's a junior. Uh, we're lucky if he comes back next year. Uh, yeah. So, you know. And then, you uh-huh. know, even our punt returner, Braxton Barrios, I think this kid is good enough to – to get some things done. Stacy Coley, I know he must be dealing with some injuries because he's barely been hurt from at all this year. Well, we banged up. We banged up. We banged up. We banged hey, up. I, I hear you, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, we banged up now, but we've been banged up for everybody banged up. You know, that's how it <laughs> <No>. is. <laughs> everybody banged up. <laughs> yeah, we all banged up. We were yeah, everybody banged up. Yeah. Hey, hey man, um, you know, we, we had four wins in a row. Now we got three losses. We got it, we gotta right this ship some kind of way. This week we got oh, no yeah, thing. Yeah. Hey, the month of October has always been a bad month for us. <laughs> okay, well I hope we can end it um this Saturday <laughs> on the twenty ninth of October. You know? Okay. Yeah, because we really need to get this. We need to right this ship a little bit. Um, you know these these hurricanes gotta they gotta do better. Yeah, they got to do better. Yeah. 
Hey, Eddie, you know, we got a little thing we got going on now. Um, this is to go for high school, school for college and pro. And not necessarily for high school because high school athletes don't necessarily have their name on the back of their jersey. But mm-hmm. I feel like if, if, if we have people that are paying to see these games, whether it be on TV or whether you're going to a game, you should be able to recognize the athlete by looking at the back of his jersey and seeing the name on his jersey. Because we don't necessarily ever see the face of a football player. Some, some guys don't take their helmet off the whole game. So you never see them. But you do have a chance to put a number and a name together. And if these guys have so much head rolling down their back, man, that you can't even see the name on the jersey, sometimes it interrupt the number on the jersey. We got to have I'm, – I'm on, I'm on a campaign now to make this a change, man. We got to change this rule. They got to they gotta tuck the hair in the jersey or tuck the hair under the helmet, man. But we got to – I want to see who you are. And, and what's your feeling on this, Eddie? You think this is a possibility? Uh, do you think this is any kind of interruption of any sort to the game or to how we watch the game or to how fans uh, watch the game? Well, I think right now the kids right should get at least their names on the back of their jersey and get recognition because the high schools get so much recognition for the kids themselves. You know what I mean? You know, give them an opportunity to be exposed when it comes to them being exposed to, like, the college scouts when they come in and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I take uh, a popka. We got one of the kids, right? He's a small kid, but this kid got a big heart. And I want you to look him up. I told you to try to go on hug. I mean, hug and watch this kid. This kid is, like, 5'4", man. This kid done wrestled about 4,000 yards. I, I saw the kid a couple times play on TV. I'm good. You know, yeah, I, I, I saw that young man play on on um, on Bright House on Bright House Cable here. Um, they have a game every Friday night. The Popkins played a couple times on on the network. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you I, I saw, saw him. Kid? Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, saw him yeah. Mighty Mike. yeah, yeah. What's you what's think he'll get a shot at Division One? Man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. That height thing don't 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 matter that much no more, man. You know, we got yeah. guys out there playing at, at five five and five eight. You know, and this this height thing ain't a, ain't a big deal no more. You know, okay. You. All right, so uh, you know, um, Darren Sproles, look at him. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. No, you know it ain't. Um, I can't think of the. I think can't think think of the uh, Jag, not Jag, well, but Tampa Bay has a running back right now in their backfield. And I'm telling you, he's no more than five eight. What? Yeah, yeah, and he's starting for them, as a matter of fact, you know. So, and wow. uh, yeah, so I, I don't, I don't put a whole lot of emphasis on the, on the height thing anymore. But I, I do uh-huh. think it's important that um, you know, I, you I, get I, judge, I judge by the heart and the character that the player themselves. Oh yeah, and, and the character it, means a whole lot nowadays told, too. Told yeah. the whole team on his back. What's his young? What's the young man's name? His name is Massey, Keyshawn Massey. Keyshawn Massey? Yeah. Uh-huh. Not Keyshawn, Deshaun, I'm sorry, Deshaun. Deshaun, Deshaun Massey. Massey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Eddie, hey, we got to run, man. We got another call on the line. Hey, and, hey, um, all right, then, As always, man, one love. Peace, brother. Much love to you, no doubt. Okay. All right. All right, hey, uh, Matt, we got Reggie on the line? Yeah, yeah. Reggie, what's going on? Hey, how you doing there, Daryl? What's going on, my brother? 
man, loving this life I got, man. Loving it. Loving it, man. I'm telling I you, man. I was just, I was just listening to you talk with Eddie about the, um, the, the, the half being in the way of the jersey. I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, just eliminate the names. If you don't want, you don't want the name to be shown. I remember coming out of high school. We didn't have our names on the back of our jersey in high school. I, that was one of the things I couldn't wait to show. Couldn't uh, uh, wait, man! I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get yeah. to college, man, to have my name yeah. on the back so of my. I have my name posted on the back of my jersey, so everybody. I know, yeah. When I got, when I got my my jersey, the first time when they, you know, when you get when they give them to you, like when you're getting ready to go. Yeah, I yeah. Wait, that my name on the back of my jersey, man. Just looking at it. No, you get to yeah, the locker, yeah. you get get there in the locker room, and your jersey man, hanging up hey, in there. Darren, if I could have wore mine to a wedding, I would have wore it. <laughs> you know, in fact, right there, you know, like, in high school, they give you your jersey on Friday morning. You get to wear it around school all day long. You know what all I'm saying? All day long. But right, boy, right. In college, it's, it's all Stay like, you want to wear your jersey around all day on Friday <laughs> in college. Yeah. But you, <laughs> I used to put my jersey on the bed and sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I take this thing personal. I really yeah. do. Because it meant yeah. so much to me to have my name on the back of my jersey. And right. now you see right. these guys almost defaming their name on the back of their jersey. Right. They have so it, much it, hair coming down. You can't see whether it's Jackson or Jones or whether it's right. Davis right. or DuPont. You don't know what the name is, man. Right. You might see it one is. letter. And come on, that, 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 that's not what I pay for. That's not what I that's want right. as a fan. And, and, when you're and watching, I don't think and when, want that either, man. And, and, and if you're watching the game on television, if it wasn't for the commentator, you wouldn't know who the player, what the player's name was. Wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Thank God for the commentators who commentate the game because, like I say, the hair is blocking the name, so... It's like, man, who is that guy? You know, but um, I, I just I, I I agree with with everything you were saying, man. They need to make it a rule to where that's the purpose of the, the name on the jersey, fella, and so that people, the spectators, whether it be on television or at the game, or uh, watching it live, so that they can see the name. You know, they can hey. visualize the, the 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 they can they can uh visualize the, the, the name with the number. Because here it is, you got and nowadays in college you got two or three guys wearing the same number. I don't understand that either. But, <laughs> but, but you know, yeah. and then that sometimes both of, them got, both of them got hair right. rolling all, the, right. all the way down their back. Who's right. who? Right, and if I wasn't really paying close attention to the game, which I sometimes I don't, you think that one player is going both ways. You would think that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, think yeah, this you, guy you, you playing corner and wide receiver. Yeah. And that's not the case at all. And you know they got this and thing that say when two right, players right. with the same number can't be and on I the field it, at the same time. I know time. it has to confuse the ref. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's confusing to me. You know, right. I guess I look at this too, though, is... I wouldn't want the same number 
that somebody else somebody got else on my has. Team. Right, right. That's right. Right. I would have given yeah, it was it was. a wide receiver, a defensive back, a defensive lineman. I would not right. want if if there's a defensive line with number seven, and I want right. number seven all through my high school. Yep. Right. So, so now uh, you got a joke out there. He's steady holding, and the ref saying number four. Now it's time to go in the locker room. People hollering at me because I'm wearing number yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So Reggie, yeah, man, I'm on a campaign to do something about this, man. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's, that, yeah. It's something kinda, has to be done. It's, and it's kinda, just because you got to dress so many guys, hey, you got one through ninety-nine. That ain't enough number. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One through ninety-nine. <laughs> you, yeah, one through ninety-nine. That's so not enough. Feet, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't have ninety-nine players dressed. I don't right. think, do they? You never have. You you really very well have more than sixty guys dressed at a time. Right. You know, yeah. especially so when you go when, when you're on yeah. the road. I'm like, yeah, you got ninety-nine players that you can give. Well, if that's the case, start with one hundred, then go one on one. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah, got but I, I have a problem with these double players, two players wearing the same jersey, and I really have a problem with this um with these guys Hello. covering up jerseys, man, covering up right, names right. on the back of the jerseys. Yeah, you know, that's that's I mean, a pride issue there. Yeah, you know, your I think parents, enough, you know, how, how your parents know they can say, Oh, oh, you know um my son, my son uh, Deshaun Jackson, he, he played for he played for USC or he played for Miami or Central Florida. Now all of his, all your uncle friend looking for your, for your, for his nephew, and they can't uh-huh. even see his, they can't barely see the number, and they can't see his name because That's they right. can't see the name on the back of the jersey. Man, come on, and right. that, that, we got to do something about this. So, so we need to, they need to do something, and I think if enough fans are uh, uh, piggyback off of, off of that complaint, then something will get done because it's really the fans. Of the ones who are going to have to, you know, make an argument about it. Right, we got to make an argument. About they're the, they're the ones who are, are purchasing the, the the tickets and 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 going out there and making this game what it is. Because had 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 it not be, been for the fans, if it's not for the fans, the game wouldn't be about. Yep. All right. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to holler at Scott and what's going on with these Miami Hurricanes. Scott, season ticket holder down there in Miami, Florida. We'll be right back, guys, with more sports information. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. 
Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Scott on the line, longtime Hurricane fan and a season ticket holder. Scott, what's going on? Oh, not much, Daryl. Just uh, uh, hoping we can turn something around down south there. Because uh, the last two games, uh, actually last three games, uh, seems like uh, we're going downhill. Uh, I, I would agree with you, Scott. And, uh, well, well, well as a, from a fan perspective, what, what do you think the problem is down there? What, what do you see going on? I, I, there's a couple things. I think, you know, we got... Some of our key players are uh, hurt, but I think uh, our depth, we, we don't have no depth. That's uh, one of our issues. Uh, we got kids that that that's been down there for a while, but they they don't step it up. I mean, we can only really count on our, our starting uh, lineup. Uh, but, you know, kids get hurt. We need uh, guys to step up in there. And that's just not, that's what's not happening. Uh, some of our receivers, uh, uh, you know, Cole, uh, Stacey Coley, he he steps it up once in a while, but he, none of them are consistent. And I, I, I think I we got uh, uh, good backs, you know. Uh, I think we got three darn good backs, and I think one of them's hurt. But, but you know, any given time, any one of them boys can step it up. But we need a, a lot of other key positions, uh, <laughs> playing players, to start stepping it up. I, I would agree yeah. with you. Uh, I don't see a lot of these guys stepping it up either. I, I just don't see it. And I, I see some guys injured, but at the same time, I, I don't see a lot of these guys stepping it up. I tell you, if, if, if in my opinion, I, I see this kid, Corn Elder, he plays his tail off scene like every week. Yes, he does. And, uh, and I don't see I don't see that that with every player. I don't see that with yeah. half the guys on defense. And uh, and I think yeah. them three freshman linebackers play their tails off every week. Yeah. But I think it's some guys up there on that front, man. They just don't 
they don't. I don't know whether they injured or, or they just don't. They don't get it. I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, uh, this kid, this kid, Chad Thompson, Thomas, I just, I've never seen him just cut it loose. Number nine. I just have not seen him just cut loose and I've been waiting to see it for a while, but I just haven't seen it. uh, Him, him being the only five-star kid on our starting lineup, you would think that, you know, you you get a little extra out of him, but you know, he could, because he's that caliber of a player, but, but he, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't showed it. He, he's not no. consistent at all. That's why I'm hoping, you know, in the next couple, uh, you know, recruiting classes that Mark, you know, goes after his caliber of players and, and, and you know, because uh, Al Golden, I'm, I'm way past him. Yeah, uh, and, 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 you know, and Al, Al left us with a lot of players on this roster that, um, that almost don't look like players. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it, 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 it's it's quite a few of those guys on this team, and and I know Mark is gonna is gonna um, is gonna be able to get through some of this and and bring in some good players, and it's gonna take a minute too, you know. And we he gonna probably end up losing quite a few of these guys too before he um yeah. you know get his team the way he wants it to be. But um, I think he's gonna get it there eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah, hey, Scott, he's going to. I mean, he did an awesome job in uh, Georgia. And uh, uh, throughout his career there, and it's like the Al Golden there. I, I don't know what we were looking at, uh, you know, giving him an extension. I mean, I, 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 even before he got there, what he uh, uh, did in his past was not good enough. To me, it was not good enough for. Uh, we wasted our time with uh, that guy. Yes, we did, and um, we he got he got a lot of good money from Miami. And you're right, yes, he his did. Res, his resume was not that of a of the kind of coach that we were looking for, you know. Because we, you know, come on, Randy Shannon didn't have a have a resume. Uh, we could have kept Randy for what his resume said. Exactly, you know. Exactly, yeah. Randy would have would have been a better keep than than uh, put, bring this guy on, but. Yep. You know, we we got to get past it. We got a good coach now, and uh, I think what we'll be able to, you know, give it a couple of years. We'll we'll be uh, back up there where yep. we need. I to think be. so. I think so too. Hey Scott. Hey man, we got to run. We got a couple more callers, and we're running out of time. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night from eight to nine o'clock. Don't be a stranger. Give us a call. Go Kings. Hey, go Kings. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, we got uh, we got Damon on the line. Damon, a big-time FSU fan. And, uh, you know, we had, we had some words during that FSU Miami week, but uh, it was settled on the field with FSU. Anyway, Damon, what's going on? How's it going, Dale? Doing good, man. Loving this life I got, man. Everything is wonderful. Uh, hurricane losing, that's not good. That's not good at all. And I see your Seminoles um, back on the little winning streak, huh? Yeah, we got Clemson this week. Um, be a tough game, but hey, anything happens. Oh, that's for sure. You know, and um, hey, um, who who would have thought that Penn State would have beat Ohio State last week? You know yeah, what I'm that, saying? That was one of the biggest upsets. So they don't have any. Uh, nobody has any fear in Ohio State now. Uh, you know, you know. I think you're right. Is, yep. I, I think you're right. They can no. their chops now because you know they can they can go ahead and be the powerhouse. 
uh, I don't understand how how Michigan uh, leapfrogs over Clemson when Clemson beat Louisville, and Louisville is like the number five team. And they're still a team to be reckoned with because you know. Yeah, they, they are. Clemson, they're undefeated. They seven and zero. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know, that's 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 weird. That is, that is weird, and and you know when well you know what that is though that's politics you know even politics exactly. and football and Michigan has a humongous alumni and and they are probably one of the most powerful universities in the United States and that's why they leapfrog them over that old Southern school in South Carolina. Clemson University, you know, come on, man. Do you think let's 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 back it up a bit. If it would have been the same situation, and Notre Dame would have been in Clemson's position, and Michigan would have been in their position, do you think Michigan would have leapfrogged Notre Dame? No, no way, no way, no way. And that's that. You know, it's a terrible thing, but that's what's happening in in, in Clemson is that they just don't have a strong enough alumni base to make a make a difference, and that's that's what that is, man. Yeah, but hey, Damon, um. You know, um, I'd like to see Miami and Florida State in a bowl game, maybe maybe later on this year in January. I don't think that's going to happen because we still got to get bowl eligible. Well, also, I mean, <clears throat> the um, uh, the coming on um, the conversation before you getting scholarships back this year, um, oh, yeah. so that should bring in more um, recruits. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to be fine down there in Miami. I think Mark Rick, this is just his first year, and, and we're, we're going to be fine. And, and that, that Clemson, Tallahassee, that Clemson, Florida State game is going to be in Tallahassee, too. Prime yeah, time, 8 o'clock. Game. 8 o'clock Saturday night. Man, you know anything yes, can happen 8 o'clock Saturday night in Tallahassee. That is a rowdy place to play, especially in a night game, man. I'm telling you, especially in a night game. Hey, Damon, we got to run, man. We got another call on the line. I want to try to get Keith in here before we get it, get out of here. He's never had a chance to call the show and talk on the okay, show. Okay, man. Hey, um, we'll be, we'll hey, we'll be talking next, next week, though. Call us and let us know what's happening in that Florida State game. Okay, yeah. I will do. Thanks, thanks, Damon. Hey, Keith, what's right. happening? We got you on the line? Hey, Matt, did Keith hold on for us? I think we lost him. Hey, but um, it was it was a pleasure having Damon on the show, and you know, it's, you know, he's a big time Florida State fan. Um, Reggie, he's always a a great person to talk to, and trust me, um, Eddie, ah, uh, man, he's just he's full of knowledge of Miami Hurricanes. And hey, guys, the Cleveland Indians are in the World Series against the Chicago Cubs. Wow. Wow. If you had bet some money on those two teams making it to the World Series before the season started, you would have been a rich man. But, hey, um, I'm going to say this again. This guy, Tom Herman, looked like he's already going to be the coach of the um, of Texas, of, of University of Texas. So, Charlie Strong, he will be fired at the end of this year uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, you know, Des Bryant, it was a story out of Des Bryant cut his finger um, making some making some soup. I don't believe that story. I don't know how he cut his finger, but I'm sure him cooking had nothing 
to do with it. And Jay Cutler is cleared to return. And a lot of people in uh, Chicago are saying, who cares? Who cares? Geno Smith got his chance to start over the weekend. Busted his ACL, tore his ACL, and looked like his career might be over in New York. Not only this season is over, but his career might be over in New York. And let's just wish him luck because I think sometimes you learn some things when you when you go through some things, and it makes you a better person and a better. It makes you better at the end when you come out. So hey, good luck, Gino, and um, a lot of people pulling for you, man. But um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick said he was very disappointed that the Jets benched him. Fitz, you had the most interceptions in the league, and you had the least amount of yards in the league, passing yards. I think you needed to be benched. A four-star recruit came to Notre Dame over the weekend, last weekend, and said, talking to Coach Brian Kelly wasn't a lot of fun. Uh, when you have guys saying things like that, um, and then we've, you know, we've seen some of the antics that this guy, Brian Kelly has had on the sideline where he's lost his cool with coaches or he's actually, um, put his hands on players. Um, we saw some of the, some of the things he's done on the field. So I, it doesn't surprise me that talking to him is not a lot of fun looking at this dude. It's not a lot of fun because he looks angry all the time. Tyree Mathis from the Arizona Cardinals who played to a tie last night, 6-6. One of the most boring games I think I've seen in a very long time against the Seattle Seahawks, 6-6. The Cardinals 6, the Seahawks 6. It was sad. Well, anyway... Tyree Mathis said he was irritated with the lack of offense the Cardinals put up. Well, man, I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes it's best to keep your comments to yourself. It is best to be thoughtful than to speak and remove all doubt. Hey, guys, it's been a lot of fun. We'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.